Good morning, good morning. This is the pastor, L.T. Walker Jr. With your morning manner for Tuesday, May the 5th, 2020. Just want to say good morning again to all of you that are listening in and have shared with us over these past uh, couple of months of hearing uh, morning manner. I know many of you are excited of the fact that uh, a lot of the churches will be opening back up. Um, a lot of the church buildings will be opening back up uh, with discretion, of course. And I advise you this morning to be very careful as you go. Uh, we will continue to do social media and uh, we will be at our church, but we will continue to do social media on Facebook, Zoom, and uh, conference call. I want to remind each Mount Zion member that's listening this morning to join us on our conference call line tonight at 6.45 for Bible class. And after we finish Bible class, we will give you an update of how we're going to go uh, from this point. God bless you this morning. Let me pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, God, for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for your love and your kindness, God. We thank you for waking us up this morning, clothing our right mind. Thank you, God, for the activities of our limbs. We thank you for our life, God, our health, our strength, God. God, we ask that you forgive us of our sins. Any unrighteousness, forgive us now, God. Wash us in your blood, God. God, look on our world now, God. Touch and deliver right now in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we pray for the sick and the shedhead. We pray for those incarcerated, God. We ask you to do it for them, God. Save the unsaved. Fear with the gift of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, forgive sin. Forgive any unrighteousness now, God. We offended you in any way, God. God, forgive us, God. Wash us in your blood. Renew us, God, in your spirit. Fill us again, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we pray for our president and our commander in chief of this nation. We pray for his family. We pray for his cabinet. God, we pray right now. Thank you, Jesus. We pray, God, for the senators and the governors and the mayors, God, all over this country, House of Representatives, congressmen and congresswomen. We pray for the doctors and nurses, God, medical technicians, EMTs. God, we thank you now. Every medical person, God, that's on the front line, we're praying for them now, God, that you would give them strength, God. God, that they would not be infected, God, in the name. I know some have already been infected, but infected, but God, we pray for them now, God, for their healing, God, and for their deliverance, God. God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for this country, God. God, and I ask you, God, to hold us together, God, in the name of Jesus, God. People are worried, God, their murders and their killings and their robbing. And God, I pray right now that, God, you would bind this demon in the name of Jesus. Oh, bind the minds, God, in the name of Jesus, God. We pray right now for safety, God, for this country, God, and for people, men and women and boys and girls, everywhere in this country for the safety God in the name of Jesus for the safety God of the saints of God for the safety of the men and women God all over this world God I pray for that it now in the name of Jesus 
God, somebody saying, pray for me now. God, I pray for them. I call their names. God, you know the name. And I call it, God, in the name of Jesus. That special prayer, God. God, that woman, God, that's suffering, God, that's going through the period of depression. I bind it in the name of Jesus. That man, God, that's going through stress, God, and strain, God, even on his job, God, loss of jobs. I pray for unemployment, God, in the name of Jesus, God, that you would have your way. You would touch. You would heal. You would deliver. God, you would set free, God in the name of Jesus. As we go about our day today, God, pray, God, you would take us through, God, in the name of Jesus, God. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. No evil will befall us in the name of Jesus. That is your word, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you now. We praise you now, God, in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen and amen. God bless you this morning. Let me be as brief as I can possibly be on this morning there's a scripture I want to read to you it's found in the book of Luke it's found in the 7th chapter of the book of Luke the 7th chapter of the book of Luke and it begins at the 11th verse and it simply reads like this it says and it came to pass the day after that he went into a city called Nain and many of his disciples went with him and much people. Now when he came now to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother. And she was a widow, and much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and said unto her, Weep not. But he came and touched the bride, and that, and they that bare him stood still, and said, Young man, I say unto thee, this man is dead, arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak, and he delivered him to his mother. I'm going to end there, verse 15, but I must um, tell you the story and how God, how Jesus delivered this woman's son that was dead. He was not half dead. He was not almost dead. He was dead. Um, in the city of Nan uh, in Galilee, there lived a woman who was a, the Bible said a widow. She had only one child. And you know her husband, was dead. he was already dead. He had died, so that made her a widow. And she had this man child. And of course, having only one child, I, I can't say, words cannot express uh, how proud she was of that one child. And y'all know, when you one child, we're proud of all of our children, but she only had one. And she was proud of that, that one son. And she was so proud to, and she just began to rejoice because uh, she figured soon, because she planned it this way, that soon uh, he would come and he would provide for her needs as well as his own needs. So she was, she was excited. But, but how many know that many times we plan things and it don't work out the way we planned it? And that's what happened with this widow woman. It did not work out the way she planned it, the way she saw it, the way she visualized it. And that was that one day the young man fell sick and this was a sad time for this widow 
because day after day she watched at the bedside of her son and she was hoping to see a change for the better. She nursed him and in spite of all her loving care, the more she nursed him, the, the worse he grew. And then simply one day he simply died. He was dead, dead, yes. And now the widow was home. Her home was broken up. She was broken. Her heart was hurt. Uh, tears were running down her face. Now her husband is dead. And now her son is dead. She's unhappy. And her neighbors and her friends came to weep with her and to plan uh, for the funeral because he's dead. So they have to plan the funeral. And uh, they wrapped long, long. The Bible says, tells us that they wrapped long uh, stri stripes of linen cloth around the lifeless body and placed it on a frame and called a brow. Then they took up the brow and started with it to, to the burial place outside the city gates because the boy was dead. The man was dead. Many people followed the brow and they had the professional uh, moaners and the moaners wept aloud as the procession moved along slowly toward where the burial place where they were going to bury the young man. And outside the gate, they finally, they suddenly stopped. Everybody wondered what had happened. Why are we stopping now? I mean, we need to go and we need to get this young man in the ground. We don't want to be out here all day. He's dead. Then they saw a great, a great crowd coming, uh, coming toward them. And walking in front of the crowd was, guess who? Jesus and his 12 disciples. When Jesus saw the grief of the widow, he was touched with pity for her. Jesus understands our problems. And when we cry, Jesus cries. When we hurt, Jesus hurt. Who wouldn't serve a Jesus like that? He knew how deep her sorrow was, but he wanted to help her. So he spoke kindly and he said to her, do not weep. Now I want you to understand something. Uh, there are some dead things in your life and you need Jesus uh, to heal them. And you're thinking, well, they're dead. Jesus, I'm not going to bother you. But here Jesus tells this widow woman, do not weep. Her son is dead, but Jesus says, do not weep. Her son is getting, they're, they're on the way to the cemetery, but Jesus says, do not weep. Uh, yes, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead. He's not alive, he's not breathing, he's dead. Uh, they, they have him, uh, the, the processional is, is carrying him to the cemetery, and he's dead. And Jesus says to the woman, do not weep. Just as Jesus said to the woman, I dare this is Jesus is saying, do not weep. I'm here. I'm going to raise you. I'm going to make them alive. I'm going to call them to come forth now. So Jesus, he steps up to the brow. And the men who carried it looked at him. They were astonished when they heard him speak to the lifeless form that was lying so cold and helpless upon the frame. All we need in our dead issues is for Jesus to speak to our dead issues and they're going to have life in them. But at Jesus' words, Young man, I tell you, this is what he said. I tell you to arise. Hmm? When Jesus said that, the people that were standing around, they saw the lifeless body rise to a sitting position. Oh, yeah, this is Bible, y'all. And they heard the voice which, which death had still speak to them again. What a glad surprise this was. Yeah, quickly they unwrapped the long stripes of linen 
cloth from the young man's body, and Jesus took him to his mother. Can you imagine this boy was dead? Oh, my good. My God. Praise the Lord. Good God Almighty. Huh? Now the cries of mourning cease. They stop crying. The mourners have to stop crying. They have to stop mourning. And then a great silence fell over the people. They, you know how it is. They were astonished. They could hardly believe their own eyes. But soon as they were convinced that Jesus had raised the dead man to life again, they began to rejoice. Oh my, what a, what a great celebration. Huh? A great prophet has come among us. Oh my good. This was during a time when they asked, is he the one or should we look for another? Oh, I wouldn't look for another because I know Jesus can raise the dead because he had raised this woman's son. They believed that God had come to them in the form of a man, Jesus. My God, news of the great miracle quickly began to spread through the country and travel far and why even John the Baptist set up the dreary prison where Herod had placed him. He, when he heard what Jesus had done, he longed to see and know more about these things. So, gee, you know what John the Baptist did. He sent two of his disciples to check out the scenery and check out the situation. I want to tell you as I close today, I need to leave it right there and maybe I'll come back to it another time. But I want to tell you today that if your issues are dead, you have dead issues in your life, family members that are to you, they are dying. Because here's the thing about it, saints of God, brothers and sisters, that if you don't have Jesus Christ in your life, you're simply dying a slow death. But Jesus can come along and say, rise up, get up. Get up like he told the woman about her son, told her son to rise up. He told the woman, don't weep, don't weep because Jesus is here now. Don't weep. And I want to tell you something. I don't care what you're, what's going on in your life. I don't care what's happening in your life. If Jesus is on the scene, everything is going to be all right. I don't care about coronavirus. I don't care about COVID-19. Jesus is on the scene. Brothers and sisters, oh yeah, he's on, he's on the scene, my God. Know that he's working it out. Know that he's saying to us, rise up and walk. Rise above poverty. Rise above your trouble. Rise above your sickness. Rise above your disease. Rise above having no job. Rise above having no money in your bank account. Jesus said, if you will trust me, if you will believe in me, I will do it for you. I will rise. I will help you to rise again. I will lift you up. Yes, I will. I will get you up out of your grave that you're in. Many of us are in a spiritual grave, but we need to rise up. Many of us are dead, but we need to live again. And Jesus said, you're going to live. You're going to live. Just, just follow my word. Follow my lead. And you're going to live. This morning, I say to you, rise up. Rise up. It may be a dead issue, but rise up. It may seem dreary. You may be on your way to a cemetery. You may be on your way with the brow. You may be on your way to a graveyard, but Jesus is there. And he says to us, rise up, rise up. Is he the one? Or shall we look for another? Uh-uh, Jesus is the one. God bless you on this morning. I say to you, all of your dead issues, Jesus is on his way. He's there now. And he's saying to you, 
rise up. God bless you this morning. I love each and every one of you with the love of God. Know this, we are better together. Praise God on this morning. Remember, remember as we go back into our places of worship, remember this, that safety is of utmost. We must be safe. We must continue to be safe. We must continue to wash our hands and to clean uh, areas around us, sanitize areas around us. Continually, we must do that. And know that God's going to protect us. God's going to take care of us. We must continue to practice social distancing. And I know you are excited as I am excited. But God bless you on this morning. Thank you for listening. I will continue uh, as long as the Lord lead for me to do uh, a morning manner. God bless you on this morning. I praise God for you. I thank you for listening and tuning in with us. Whatever you're going through in your life, know that Jesus is there to tell you, rise up. God bless you. I love you with the love of God. Be blessed. No, I pray for you and you pray for me and watch God change things until tomorrow morning.